What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. Each episode on here will feature leaders in the digital space to help entrepreneurs grow their knowledge and understanding of the Amazon and e-commerce world. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Happy 2021. It feels fresh. It feels new. All sorts of excitement going on today. Welcome to another season of Crossover Commerce. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer of Ping Pong Payments, and I am so excited to get the season kicked off. I hope everyone had a great holiday season. We took a couple weeks off of this show before we uh, came back, and I have a great slate of people already lined up for January. It's just going to keep building and building, and we're going to keep bringing great nuggets to you, the audience. Again, for those of you who are just joining us, this is called Crossover Commerce. I am the host. We've done 30 episodes in 2020 that brought great value, great uh, nuggets of wisdom in both the e-commerce space and for Amazon sellers. And we're just going to keep iterating on that. If you have questions, if you have comments, if this is your first time watching or listening, go ahead and just submit those questions live as we're broadcasting this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, Or if you catch this on another time, we can go ahead and answer those questions. Just tag us on social media, tag Ping Pong, tag the guest, uh, tag myself, and we'll make sure that you get up and running too, but uh, we'll make sure that all your questions get answered. But today is really cool. Uh, it's one of our returning guests. It's His name is Shane Oglo from PR Reach. He's the president over there. Um, Shane and I have been you know, talking constantly about different things in terms of advertising, and this is kind of one of the cool areas that I think is really going to take off for Amazon sellers here in 2021, and a lot of people need to be aware of it, aware of the processes, and also just how do you get involved in these kinds of things, and that's Amazon editorial content. So let me go ahead and bring in our first guest and unmute him right here, uh, or first guest, only guest today. Hey, Shane, what's up? Hey, hey I'm the first <laughs> guest of 2021. Uh, hell hell yeah, season two, like we made it. I was renewed for a second season, so I wasn't you know, canceled for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but I, my boss says, hey, keep it going. Like, keep bringing good. on more people. So I'm going to keep doing that. So, uh, good, but yeah, good, your first good. guest of 2021. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of like coming back this week after, you know, holidays and whatnot. So how are things for you over uh, where you guys are at? Yeah. Hey, everything is great here. Uh, got a little cold, you know, kind of minus uh, 12 at night. Uh, not too much snow. Uh, we're all hoping for more so that the uh, skiing's a bit better. But, yeah, everything is great. We're we're charging forward here 2021 man yeah, i know it, it feels like almost like once it clicked over you're like oh all our problems are solved like no more issues like i i watch <laughs> on uh new year's eve on netflix i it was kind of funny i was texting with a couple of people and we found the movie uh you know it was on netflix i think it was like burning 2020 or something like that like what was wrong with 2020 or something like that and then my wife and I, as we started it, and it's just like all the series of events that kept happening, right? Like at first it was like the forest fires in Australia and like everyone was like, oh my gosh, like this is devastating. And then we're like, wait, that happened this year? Like all these different events that accumulated, which mm-hmm. made it feel like five years of like con- <laughs> content, events, you name it. Yeah. We were just like, I can't believe this crap happened. Like it, it was it was a mess, but I think like a lot of people's optimism kind of kicking into New Year's is kind of what this time of year is all about. So, but yeah, thanks for joining us today. I know we were kind of chatting before on on our past show about you know when we were talking about PR and how that's important for Amazon sellers. But I think this is kind of the area where a lot of people are 
not not as familiar, but they've seen it. If you're a shopper, you've seen what we're going to be talking about appear in different search terms. Um, why don't you kind of like introduce yourself again for people who haven't uh, heard you or know who PR Reach uh, is, and then maybe kind of kick us off on a high level about Amazon editorial recommendations. Sure. So I'm Shane Oglo, um, uh, co-owner over at PR Reach, and you know PR Reach is kind of we used to just do press releases, but now we're more of a vertically integrated media and public relations company. And the reason why we uh, feel so strongly about what we do is we both my partner and I, Norm, we have, we've been in Amazon forever. Uh, so I used to do a lot of Amazon training, a lot of type of stuff. But, um, you know, I'm kind of a, a big proponent of getting out of the Amazon trap. And the Amazon trap is where, you know, people are selling on Amazon. Hey, it might be going fantastic. You know, you, you're doing whatever numbers you're, you're happy with. Great. But we all know that, you know, there's some sneaky things that go on, you know, account suspensions, things happen. You're not building your own business. You're building a business for Amazon. If you get your account slashed tomorrow, there might be very little recourse for you. Um, and you're, you don't get the customer data because it's not your customers, Amazon's customers. So you're, you're building a business on a one-legged stool. Now, I'm not saying to leave Amazon by no means. I've, you know, like everyone else, I've got that love-hate relationship with them. But you need to start building off of Amazon as well. And that's kind of what we're specializing with the earned media, getting people the top of the media and PR uh, and uh, a news cycle. So even if you're even if you're still just building on Amazon for now, that's fine. You don't have to run out and start Shopify tomorrow, but just building that authority off of Amazon. We know Amazon loves those backlinks and offsite sales. So it's gonna help your Amazon business, but it lays the foundation and it paves that road to building a brand off of Amazon and starting to get that diversity because it's a hard thing to do. You know, you open up a Shopify account tomorrow, it's usually crickets because you're responsible for your own traffic and that's a totally different ballgame. So that's kind of where we're coming from in my philosophy and, and kind of what we're driving at. Um, in terms of the Amazon editorial recommendations, I'm going to talk about two things actually, Ryan. I'm going to talk about the Amazon editorial recommendations and I'm going to talk about something else that is mostly looked over but is super powerful. And it, it's used in a different way. And now we've got strategies and we've got add-ons and things we do to both, but it's off-site articles as well. Again, those links can go back to Amazon. I'm not saying you have to be on walmart.com or, or retail stores or Shopify. You can still do this with just Amazon, but it's a really, really exciting thing. Did you want to say something? Is that why you just popped in? Oh, no. I'm okay. here to let people know. I haven't gone away. I'm still listening. I'm in the background. If everyone, like, if you don't see me, I'm still here. I'm just uh, commenting, making posts and things like that. So <laughs> self-producing, but also listening. Yeah, no, uh, you made a good point. Like, uh, we were talking about, like, hey, how do we want to frame this episode? Just a high level. And everyone knows, like, we don't script the show. It's nothing that we have to touch on. But this is something that I think a lot of people are going to see bring value to, like, growing sales, growing uh, brand awareness and building that brand equity both on Amazon, but also off Amazon, because if 2020 taught us anything at a snap of the fingers, they can, they can just not accept either. They can limit your uh, product inventory. They can limit who's accepting uh, inventory in FBA warehouses. They can suspend you at any point based upon their, uh, you know, just any kind of content that you may or may not, if it, it infringes on their terms of service. So you're right. It is. It, you are solely relying on Amazon for for one or multiple things, and if one thing goes wrong, that that's your business, right? So this is kind of to to build and iterate from that, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And like like I said, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the offsite, which is 
incredibly exciting to me. And the offset is really cool because uh, you can do things you can't do with Amazon. So editorial recommendations like uh, restricted products uh, that, that Amazon won't run editorials for, uh, supplements, that type of thing. You can get picked up offsite and drive those links back to Amazon. But but let me just kind of back up here. And and uh, actually, maybe what I'll do is, uh, well, let me just explain them both first. And then I'll share my screen. I've got just a few slides I can yeah, for sure. Can visually see. But I'll never and everyone, if you see or have a question like David, like, hey, hey, David, like friend of the show, David Dayon uh, from Amazon Experts. Uh, if you have a question, and you just want to say hi, feel free to drop us a note and then we can kind of pick from there, too. So, yeah, want to go ahead, Shane. And if you have slides, go ahead and share them. And then uh, or if yeah. you want to go ahead and do the description, we're all here. Yeah. yeah, I'll just do the description first. So Amazon editorial commissions, as I'll show you in a second, is you type a keyword on Amazon. It's usually above the fold, comes up recommendations. And it's a third-party review article generally. And it features some different products and you can click on it and great. It gives you some extra real estate. And of course, that third-party authority by, you know, whatever, you know, Yoga Fit blog or whoever the on-site publisher is about your product. So it's kind of like having a paid review at the top of the page in a way. And this is this is something called the on-site associates program. And these different publishers are in there and they're, you know, you can't be a, you know, mom and pop blog.com and have 12 followers and get in. So, you know, they're, they're going to have some, some oomph. I don't know what the, their metrics are exactly, but they're decent sized publishers. So you've got that and that's really cool. And we've got some very specific strategies we've worked out Amazon editorial conditions actually has its own algorithm too. It's a bit of a slow algorithm, but it's quite easy for us to spike. And on the other side, there's offsite editorials or articles, we call them. And that's basically, uh, it's a. there is some crossover with that group. There are some people who are in the on-site associates program who are also part of this other publisher group. But for the most part, it's its own group. And you'll, you'll get, uh, you know, uh, Wirecutter, all, all different kinds of big name uh, publishers out there. And what they do is they will publish an article about your product, a review article, and they'll put it on their site. But the really cool thing is they love promotions. Now, as Amazon says, we're used to trying to not be pro promo or, or salesy at all. But hey, if you've got a discount, hey, the month of March, save 20% with March 20 off or you know whatever your code is or a special deal for a few days or whatever. This publisher isn't content to just let that uh, content sit on their website. What they'll do is they will generally push it out. So they'll send it out to their email list. They might do uh, you know, mobile phone push notifications. They'll take Google ads out. They'll, they'll uh, sometimes buy placements in, in review articles because for them, it's a pure affiliate play. So they want this thing to do as well as possible, right? And we've got ways of spiking that as well. But what you can do with that is you can have the links go to your Shopify. You can have them go to walmart.com or back to Amazon. And of course, Amazon with the latest algorithm updates, a lot of people call it the A10 update, but it's only nine. Amazon's put a lot more emphasis on off-site traffic and sales, right? So a lot of people will do this strategy, even if they don't get a ton of extra sales um, uh, directly from that promotion, they find it often boosts up their BC, uh, their, their BSR and their, their keyword rankings and their and their overall uh, Amazon ranking, which then results in a lot more organic sales. So, anyways, let me just share my screen and I'll just kind of go through uh, both. Uh, let's see. 
Yeah, and I'll bring it in for you once you add it to the okay. screen. Okay, I think here we are. There you go. Do you see yep. my Amazon? Okay, cool. Let's cool. go. Yep. If so, you want to make a full screen too, yeah, we, it'll be able to oh. see it a little bit better. Mm. And, and and for everyone who wants to like who's watching us not in a live time too, we'll make sure that these kinds of uh, presentations are linked under our social uh, channels as well. So if you want to ask questions or if you need uh, to see the content more in person, feel free to reach out to myself or Shane, or we'll make sure it gets posted on our site as well. So. Yeah, Shane, go ahead and take it away. Hey, Ryan, do you want me to uh, to actually play this? Like, I wasn't going to play the slides; I was just going to run through them. But I can. Yeah, play. no, you can. You can or make them full screen. However, however, it makes you feel comfortable. Okay, here, let's just uh... because we're on the side, we're talking heads on the side of the screen. That's the beauty of technology; it makes mm -hmm. you real time mm -hmm. <laughs> and do it. So, okay, and, and, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to leave it like this just because I want to bounce around a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Uh, if that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, anyone who doesn't know, Amazon editorial recommendations are at the top of of the page when you uh, – here, let me just go to Amazon.com. And I'm just going to come over here. And here's a screenshot of one. I think I typed in chef knife or something. But here, let me bring over my other screen. Oh, it's because it's full screen because Ryan made me go full screen. <laughs> right. That's, that's what, what I do. This is what happens. So it's a part of going live and now editing. <laughs> you get to see the background, how the, how the sausage is made. <laughs> so I typed in here, pool rake. I mean, I could type in silicone spatula. I can type in whatever the heck I want. And here comes results. There's a, you know, a few results. And oh, there it is. Editorial recommendation. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. And here we can see a link to who wrote the article, which in this case is called Tough Jobs. Or I can click, and if, if I click this, it'll, it'll take me to the external site, right. or, or sorry, to to the uh, it, tough. It pops site. up. The, it pops up the tab because they don't want you to leave Amazon, right? <laughs> that, that's right. Sorry, yeah. I, I guess yeah. I, I didn't mean external. Oh, no, um, you're good. And then uh, read full article. Here you can read the entire article. Da 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 da. They've got a few different uh, article uh, uh, products they talk about. A lot of times, too, what happens with these is they. You know, they'll often do a, a pros and cons, okay? So one of the common questions I get is, well, can I – do I have to write the article? Uh, can I tell them what to write about? All these types of things. What keywords are going to rank for? When we do this, you're going to give us a few keywords, you know, up to three. They're usually going to go with the first one or the second one. Now, if this keyword isn't related – it's not going to happen. They're going to take it mostly from the title. I'm going to assume that the keyword you want to rank for is probably in your title. So it's it's going to be a title keyword. But no, you cannot write this article yourself. It's actually these guys, you know, whoever the writer is, has to write it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a true editorial recommendation. Right. And we don't have control. So some people say, well, hey, they did this pros and cons. They have these five pros and they talked about two cons. Can we take those out? Nope. That's the way it goes. They take all the information from your product detail page. They're not going to look at your website. They're not going to look at anything else. They're just going to look at the product detail page because they have to work with the information that's displayed for other Amazon uh, browsers. So that means your reviews too. So if you've got uh, you know four or five reviews or a hundred views or whatever that talk about the same, hey, you know the handle doesn't quite feel right in my hand or whatever it is, they might mention that. But here's the rub. 
they are not going to write a crappy article about your product because yeah. for them, it's an affiliate play, right? So they want it to look good. They're not going to review an article that they don't feel good about, they don't, they don't think it's going to do well, and isn't going to make them some affiliate commission. So for them, it's an affiliate play. Now, if I if I bring my screen back over here and I just, uh, you know, let me just head back. Yeah, you go um, ahead and I'll, and I'll kind of like add another comment too. For those people who don't know, like, Again, assuming everyone knows what affiliate is, an affiliate person, and that this should be my realm of opportunity, right? An affiliate <laughs> would be a company when someone like a shopper goes and clicks through that page and they make a purchase because the, you were listed in that editorial recommendation, that website, that that uh, that whoever's writing that article will get a certain percentage of commissions uh, based upon whatever is recommended or set before, beforehand um, because mm -hmm. Amazon looks at it as, hey, we are the ones who tilted the balance, pushed the customer over the edge, and this person should get credit for that purchase. So we're getting paid for those kinds of things. Other paid websites like affiliate websites are great. Like BuzzFeed, you'll notice like 100 different uh, gifts you can buy on Amazon for less than 50 bucks this Christmas season. All of those are going to link out to Amazon. All those are trackable uh, for the seller who's selling them. And for example, in cases like this, People can track where all those conversions uh, are coming from. So if you get a lot of sales from BuzzFeed, you're going to keep pumping and pushing content to them. So the cycle continues. So anyways, Shane, go ahead. Yeah, good point. And just just a, an interesting thing to note here. So if I click on those tough jobs or where I just was looking at the article, and then I go over and I purchase one of the products that happens to be here as part of the editorial recommendations, it doesn't get cookied and attributed to this. It's only if I click on one of these. So if I, if I click on this really? guy okay. here and that's really cool and I decide to buy it, great. I get cookied and this uh, tough job site will get credit for that sale. Okay, And we give reporting at the end of the month. So you'll see all the sales you get and for the keywords so and all that stuff. We'll talk why about would – yeah, I was going to uh, – yeah, that's my question for later. So we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, cool. Now you can see here there's three products visible. Okay, and they only show visibly three. And usually if there's more products, there'll be a little arrow. They can usually have to up to about six. So our job is to get you here in these front three, and that's what we try and do. So if I if I happen to go to, well, let's look at our good, uh, um, our old friend Silicon Spatula, because we've been beating on that one for six, seven years now. <laughs> there they are. And it's, oh, hang on. I, I can't believe there's not, there's not more over here. Oh, there it is. There it is. Just, there just it is. Away. There's the arrow. There it is, yeah. So I just click on the arrow and it'll just show uh, a few more. Again, you know, it, our job is to get you on those front three. Okay. But a lot of times, so if I, if I looked at, um, maybe it's just because we're streaming, it's a little bit slow, but if, if I looked at, if any of these products um, are, how do I say this? Typically, you'll see at least one of these products above the fold with it. Okay. In this sure. case, I don't, which is kind of strange. Maybe I should have uh, looked beforehand and found, but but oftentimes you'll see if I type in pool rake or best pool rake or whatever, whatever the you know the term or net tool net, whatever I type in, oftentimes I'll see the product here like organically and then see it down here. And that's a really, really cool thing because you know you can have your ad 
showing up. You can have your organic and you can have the editorial. It, it, it's sort of a trifecta of, of, of placements at the top. And again, remember, if I see editorial recommendations here and I happen to read the article or something and I click on this one, even though it's here, it's not being attributed. So you're not losing any commission, right? Yeah, that's so, that's if the same listing was right above it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like a it's almost like a trust bar. If you're an off-branded website, it's a trust bar yeah. of hey, this website touted this product. You should you should recommend like it's an easy like upsell or a, a boost of you know yeah. Yeah. content I visibility. Probably, yeah, I probably could have explained that a lot more eloquently, but I didn't. So there you go. Hey, we're here. No, that that's all good. No, it, it makes sense and. And I think the the takeaways for people to understand is like this is something that Amazon I think implemented pretty across the board at least for dot com I want to say mid last year consistently um, and those uh, maybe my question for people and if you have questions everyone go ahead and submit them if those if those are for multiple keywords across like Amazon can you do this for like every single obscure micro niche that's out there or is this only available for for very high volume search terms. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, that does make sense. And you know, it's really Amazon's discretion and, and they do experiment. So right now, if you want to, a lot of beauty products, you're not gonna be able to get it for. Supplements, no way. Keto, not gonna happen. Um, I had a customer who had electric dog shock collars. Nope, not gonna happen. Uh, anything political, nope. So there are certain areas which they just don't want to get into and, and you won't get placements. But again, we've got the offsite for that. We've, and we've, we've, I mean, at PR, we've got all kinds of, of nifty solutions that nobody else has. But, but if we're talking about articles, we, you can look at the offsite uh, options in that case. So I hope that answers your question. Now, yeah. the other thing too is we've got, and I'll get into this a little bit more. Just let me go through. I'll just kind of clean up on these. But we've got, I don't want to give away all our strategies. <laughs> we've got some pretty neat ways of, of, I don't want to say manipulating, but, you know, in, in a way, I suppose we are. I, I don't, like, we're not doing anything in terms of service, but we're doing stuff that nobody else is doing with, with editorial recommendations. But let me just, just get through these and we'll talk about that a little bit. So, you know, obviously high visibility. Uh, we talked about the. Uh, it's funny. I did the same example for this picture. Uh, <laughs> the the third party authority that's writing about you. You can read the article, and then of course you can click on any of those links. That's really cool. And these are just a sample of some of the, uh, you know, just publishers. You know, these these are what often the format will look like, um, like like a typical review. Sometimes you get pros and cons, that type of thing. Now the question I always get too is is some people will say to me, oh hey Shane, you know what? I noticed that six months ago, I got an editorial recommendation. Like, yeah, that, that will absolutely happen because these affiliates are looking for good products they can talk about and make commission. So they just chose your product. But guess what? You don't know a damn thing about it because you don't know what the reporting is, right? Yeah, so you don't know your reporting. You don't know when they placed it. Like, it's all it's yeah. organic. Like, it's natural pickup. It's just like press, right, or media. Like, it could organically happen because of a story that naturally happens, but you have no idea to, like – who's pushing it, how many places are pushing it, and which ones are doing well for you. Yeah, exactly. And at least now, you know, because I actually I had a guy from Germany, uh, Peter, I wonder if he's on the call. Uh, he messaged, he goes, you know, I noticed we got one in the UK, uh, you know, a while ago for one of my major terms, ASINs. He goes, I didn't really notice if there was much of an increase, but I'm not sure when it showed up. And, and, and that's right. 
you know, here, here we can see, and we, and we give you this, this reporting where we actually give you dashboard access. You just log in and you can check this out anytime. Um, so, so I should probably change this from monthly reporting to just dynamic reporting, but you know, you're going to know when your article went live, uh, you get up a, a very unique link with this, which we use all the time and nobody seems to know about it. Nobody seems to use it. So it's, it does wonders because it, it will help with your share of voice. So anyways, get transactions, the details, um, when the transaction happened, the keyword, all that type of stuff. So you, you understand where Amazon's showing it. Um, you get the links, the go live date, and the share of voice. So that's how often, remember when you saw those three products there, some of them have more, four or five, six products. You're going to see how often yours is showing up because they rotate them, right? And the algorithm, it's got a very specific algorithm. It's going to show you different editorial recommendations than it will for me if, if there's enough editorial combinations there right. based on your browsing and your purchase history. So um, it does have its own algorithm, which, which we can um, spike. So here's, here's a, <clears throat> a screenshot from, from one of our, uh, uh, one of our products. You can see it went live here mm -hmm. at the end of, of October. And you could see a jump in the organic and uh, PPC sales. Now, it comes back to what I was saying about that 24-hour cookie. If you're just doing PPC, you get, what, three days or so uh, on that cookie. If someone clicks on your ad and then they buy two days later, that's attributed to that to that that ad. With this, it's only if they click right on the product itself, not on the, you know, read more, all that, that read full article, and it's only a 24-hour cookie. So I think it's immensely worth it to do because if this was PPC, a lot of these sales would have been um, attributed to the article where in this case they're not because it's only 24 hour cookie and it's a very specific way of clicking so it does give you that extra exposure and the really cool thing is if you get an article published that thing can stay there for years it can i was going to say unlike pvc where you're constantly bidding on the term and you aren't paying to have it you know stay yep. there editorial recommendations those those don't go away. They they might get updated over time, but those those articles live out there. It's natural link back to your product, and then uh, obviously it's building that brand recognition for you. So I'm assuming that's kind of the where you were going with that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know we we will monthly like like we monitor your article. It's not just to you know set it and forget it. So if you have little changes to your product or, you know, color things, whatever, if that article needs to be updated, if anything material changed with your product that is not reflected in the article, we'll make those edits. Or if you're not getting very good share of voice, let's say you're only showing up 5% of the time, something crappy. Okay, we're going to either edit the article or we'll place a new one there for you. So we monitor those types of things with you as well to, to make sure that you're always showing up. The other really important thing, and I, I always like to say it's a first mouse gets the cheese deal, because if you want to, um, I think um, Instapot is a really good uh, example. of If you're selling like a like an Instapot type of cooker thing, forget it. You're not going to get an editorial recommendation for that term. That's full. It's been full for a long time. Once they get up to those six articles, that's it. There's nobody else getting in. It's a limited time thing, or it's a limited, sorry, availability thing. It's hard to dislodge someone once they're there. If their rankings just tank and, and the, or they're out of inventory for a long time, sure, yep, you, you, you know they'll, they'll drop out and someone else can come in, sure enough. So I always recommend it's better to get in there now because it's hard to pull you down. 
Um, and there are some parameters to getting placed there. If you've got a brand new product, yeah, it's not going on in intro automations because you got to remember this is an affiliate play for them, right? So, you know, in general, 20 to 30K a month generating for your entire seller account. So brand new sellers, not going to happen. You should have at least 100 stars. I've seen it with less, okay? Um, you should be at around the top 20% in your category. So if all your keywords are buried on page six, ain't going to happen. Remember, it's an affiliate play, okay? If you've got a two-star uh, rating, it's probably not going to happen. Right. These, these aren't hard and fast, but general sort of um, uh, rules and guidelines to getting placed. So is there a is there a monthly sales velocity that you also have to achieve for them? Um, well, being in the top twenty percent would would take care of that sales velocity because okay. you know top twenty percent in scientific uh, stuff versus beauty would, would be a lot different. Or, right. Or some so so maybe they do have a number. I just don't know what that is. Uh, That's fine. But, it, but if you I've, satisfy, I've, sorry, go ahead. yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I, I've heard numbers being thrown out there from like just the articles I reached, like $30,000 in month in sales for that product. But again, I think that's a that's a fluctuation of depends on what category you're in. Well, from my understanding, it's twenty to 30000 a month in the seller account, not for the Ah, gotcha. Uh, that's a good clarification yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, I've seen exceptions to all those rules uh, and maybe it just depends. Maybe, you know, the velocity or uh, who, who knows what their algorithm picked up. It'll change knowing Amazon will change. <laughs> yeah, it certainly will. And the cool thing is, is, you know, if you go into a category, uh, you know, especially in the UK right now, so we can place on .com, we can place in the UK and the UK doesn't have a lot of automations compared to .com. So, there might be wide open categories. Let's say you're selling this pool net or pool rake. Hey, maybe you only got one or two other people even with articles there. Amazon might place you for keywords up the yin yang. Over time, that might get more and more narrow as more articles come into play. Um, but but you know we've got strategies where, hey, why don't we get you two placements for those editorial combinations that we can? Right. Or here you are placed for your pool rake. All right, let's go for pool net for a completely different article. Like we'll, we'll start to, to uh, get you lots of placements as well and monitor them. And if we've got multiple uh, placements for the same keyword, for example, we'll monitor their share of voice, how much, how often Amazon is showing those and maybe pull the weak one or let them both run. Hey, if you know, one's showing 25% and one's 32%, hey, maybe yeah. that's cool. Uh, it depends on how many other people are there and there's a host of other factors, but you know, that's something we can kind of work with and do. Gotcha. Since we're an international show, you, you mentioned uh, on UK, you can have that that placement. What is where where is Amazon allowing for all these kinds of recommendations to appear? Is it is it every marketplace in every um, no. country? OK, can you do you no. know a list of which ones they're not opening that up to yet? I don't know the list. Uh, we were trying to get in with the publishing group in Germany so we could start publishing German ones as well. Uh, that go isn't going as well as we expected. That's but, OK. Uh, Right now, it's just .com in the UK, um, um, well, Germany as well, but but for, for English.com in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think Canada has them yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know how things always launch on .com first and then they grab Right. It if it does well, they'll start rolling it out. I think that's the place where it starts and then it starts to roll out to different marketplaces. So that's a good that's good to know. Like If you're starting to grow in international marketplaces or you do sell in international marketplaces to – look and see if it's starting to appear. Is there a way to know, like, will Amazon notify you as a seller or how, how do they, how do they like 
make that public knowledge? Do they talk to you as a PR agency or it's just kind of a release and let them figure it out kind of mentality? Yeah, I don't think they would because each, uh, well, most countries would have their own publishing group. Now, there would be some crossover. So if you were in the you know, UAE or Japan or something, Japan would have its own publishing group versus, you know, .com or Canada or, or Germany, um, obviously. So I think it's just one of those things, you know, as a seller, you, you know, you're, you're looking all the time, uh, you know, how, you, how you're ranking. You're going to see those entertainment right. pop up. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Oh, no, that's okay. I just don't it, know. Yeah. Those, those are questions, too, like, obviously, as, as people, like, it evolves, and this is something that Amazon's kind of, I would say, newer, newly releasing uh, for sellers. Um, so, so knowing all those, that information, knowing kind of the minimum quantities that you'll need to use to be as a seller to achieve these kinds of things, uh, what's kind of that that next step like you, you said for on-site um but we're also talking about off-site brand recognition is there maybe is that a natural transition do you think that we can talk about like off-site articles and how that something very similar would help amazon uh sellers as well yeah yeah absolutely Let, let's talk about so just just before we, we we go away here i just went over to the uk oh hang on i my address is i got it. so maybe, maybe oh, that's, okay. if that's not gonna work but um a lot of times you'll go over to the uk and you'll see there's no editorial recommendations there for certain products uh, just because nobody's bothered to do it yet uh, or it's just slowly catching on. So uh, it, it's, if you sell in the UK and, and you're, you're doing all right, I would, I would jump on this. I mean, I would jump on end.com anyways, because again, you want to get there before other people do let them try and supplant you. Let's not do it the other way around. But so offsite is really, yeah. really, really cool. Uh, and nobody takes us seriously for some reason. Now for us, it's super awesome because we do earned media. Like we're getting people media placements all the time. That's what we do, right? So you want to be in Martha Stewart magazine or an entrepreneur or, or the Rob report or you know, whatever, you know, that's what we work on for you, right? So you're always at the top of the news and the media cycle. And these links are driving to you know, your page or your Amazon page or wherever you want them to go. You're building a brand, you're building authority, getting all the good love, all that great stuff that comes with, with building a brand. For us, off-site is, is just sort of an extension of that. And, and what it is, is it's it's just exactly like, like on-site. You got these third-party, um, you know, high-authority people. And here I just took three screens. We got Digital Trends, we got Wirecutter. I mean, everybody knows Wirecutter nowadays and Best Reviews. Uh, I just, just grabbed three. And those are three partners there. And these are three actual articles that they did. And for them, as I mentioned, it's an affiliate play. So... If you've got your silicone spatula or especially if you sell supplements or things that you're, you know, always, always hard to promote because nobody wants to, to carry, we can find, we can often find publishers to carry that. And especially if you've got some sales, promos, discounts or whatever, they love it because they're pushing out to their audience, giving their audience a deal. So they're like the hero, right? But it's an affiliate play for them. And, and what they will do is they will do things like this. Like you can see they, they took out an ad here in uh, Buyer's Guide, uh, sending out some, some push notifications, uh, various social media. So they're they're going to – it might depend on the level of, of the, the affiliate commission or, or – or, sorry, uh, not the affiliate commission, the price of the product. They might make more of an effort. If, if you sell an electric massager for, for $299, bucks, you know, they might put a little more oomph behind it 
versus something for $19.99, right? Because, you know, on the affiliate side, they're, they're going to make more. I don't have any parameters from that. Every publisher is going to be different. Sure. So that's what they're doing is, is they're pushing this out for you. And again, you can drive those links wherever you want. Drive them back to Amazon, drive them to your Shopify, wherever you like. But you're allowed to play in a different sandbox. And that's really cool. And because we're a PR company, I'm actually rolling out some packages in the, you know, I'm hoping within the next two weeks where we can do enhanced launches. So once we get you placed, we're going to go the extra mile. We're going to take this, let's say you get published in Wirecutter. Oh my God, that's so awesome. I mean, I've seen Wirecutter blow up businesses, right? It's like you know, a TikTok influencer picks you up. And blow up <laughs> I've seen it blow up. Exactly. Well, what we can, we can do is we can get other PR pointing at that to enhance it even more. And the idea is that what we do is you come to me with your product. If we can blow it out of the water, what do you think they're going to think about three months when you resubmit that product again or another product you have? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, Ryan.co, that company killed it for us. We're going to keep going with them instead of your competitors. That's right. our philosophy there is, is, is just because we're a PR company, we have that ability to add extra juice and extra get extra eyeballs on those things. So that's something we're coming out with. Um, and it, it, it was something else I wanted to mention about, but I can't remember. That's okay. Um, <laughs> two we'll come back to it. Yeah, actually, I, I, I think the, actually the benefits are more threefold, but, but, you know, a lot of people will do this just for, you know, the, the traffic and sales is going to generate from that publisher. Now, I've seen some of come up flat, not get all that much attention at all. I've seen others blow it up. It really comes down to the product. It comes mm -hmm. down to the publisher, the time of year, all those types of things. If you're selling Halloween masks in April and someone decides to pick you up for some weird reason, I wouldn't expect that to blow up. Uh, you know, typically – it's a little harder to get people published off-site than it is on Amazon. We only have about maybe a 40% rate right now, 35 to 40% placement rate right now, because the publishers are a little bit more niche-specific generally, okay? So what I do is I have a different strategy for off-site. These are kind of shorter-term, kind of intense blasts. I, I kind of view them a little bit like a lightning deal in a way because because they give you a really nice halo. If you're driving those links back to Amazon, again, you might not get a ton of sales from that published articles. You might, but even if you don't, it gives your Amazon listing a really nice boost, a really nice halo. And a lot of people just do it for that. So I like to set things up where every single month, let's say you've got 10 ASINs. Okay, we're going to put it on a, in, on a spreadsheet Everybody knows that we've only got, you know, 35, 40, 30% chance of getting you published in a, in, a, in a particular month. So if you give me 10 ASINs every single month, I'll keep pushing those out to the publishing group. And we're adding new publishers all the time. And any new updates or, uh, sorry, not updates, uh, uh, sales or promos you have, I'm going to update that thing. So XYZ publisher sees this, oh, hey, 30% off this month or for these two days or for Mother's Day or you know, wh whatever it happens to be, they're going to run that and go with it. Out of those 10 ASINs, you know, maybe I only get two published one month. Another month, maybe I'll get four published. You know, It just depends. But that way, they're always something. Every single month, I can usually get something happening for you, right? Driving those links back. So it's this continuous process of, of these beautiful, beautiful high authority offsite sales and links coming back. And of course, 
if you're on top of your game, you're running your brand, if you get, let's just use wire cutting for example, because everybody knows it. If you get that kind of a, a publication, share it on your social media, put it in your, your newsletter. Like, like I would just, I would squeeze every drop of juice out of that as, as, as we can. And okay. Is there an ability to like, is there, is there ways to kind of like with the program, are you able to use like name recognition icons, things like that, or like uh, logos within those kinds of features? I like, would, what's Amazon's TOS on that? Yeah. I don't think this has anything to do with Amazon. Uh, sorry. So you mean showing that like wire cutter or something on your Amazon? Oh, well, not even that, but just like on social proof, like if it's offsite, we're uh, talking about offsite right now. Do, no they, do they allow that? Yeah. I mean, technically they don't. Uh, so we've had this question come up a lot, even like with press releases. Hey, if you know, NBC published in the Wall Street Journal, can I, can I publish that? Like an yeah. ad featured in kind of deal. But the thing is, is all these publishers want that recognition. And if they published you, why wouldn't they want it? So if, if you're going to add more sales to Wirecutter because because you're like, hey, Jigger, we're featuring on Wire, Wirecutter over the next two weeks, you know, get this deal now or whatever you want to put it in your social, great. Add it to your newsletter, who, whatever you want to do. And again, us as a PR company, we're going to see if, you know, maybe we can get some influencers. Maybe we can, or, or maybe influencers you work with right now, guest posts, uh, guest bloggers, you know, wh whatever. We're going to throw the kitchen sink at it, and you can too, to try and get more and more love. Then again, you know, that publisher, next time you come up in rotation with a good deal, they might be all over doing it for you because they know they get really good results comparatively versus a comp competitor. So when these lists are there, are there more like seasonal focus? Like, do you think uh, conversions yeah. that are doing better than others? Like, like yeah. you said, Christmas, Mother's Day, like very like typical seasonal holidays. Absolutely, because you know, uh, you know, Martha Stewart, or I mean, well, I should, maybe I shouldn't do that because because they're not actually. I don't think they're a member of the publishing group. But uh, if you've got like a home and garden style thing, or you've got a yoga thing, or you've got. Uh, flowers and candy type of you know, whatever their their kind of theme is, and not all of them are like that. I mean, wire cutter, uh, you know, it covers everything, all kinds of stuff, right? But some are very focused, more niche focused. And they're not going to go outside their niche if they're an automotive focus. They're not going to be talking about flowers and candy. So right. that's why it's a little tougher for us to get you placed there um, regularly. But yes, absolutely. And we always say to people, I mean, I I think you should have this in rotation every month. But at worst case scenario, do it quarterly because every quarter there is a holiday, a big holiday you can take advantage of. Now, maybe you don't sell all that well around Valentine's Day, fine. Father's Day, Mother's Day, July 1st, you know, back to school. See, there's so many holidays. And yes, if you've got products that are centered around that, that's when those magazines want to push that and promote because that's when the interest is. So absolutely, I would, I would go with a seasonality and with those those holidays. It's very, very important. Awesome. I mean, that's good. Do you, uh, my, other, my other question I brought up, do, can you launch products through these kinds of kind of efforts, what is it? No. Is there is there a way no. to do that? No, not really, because they already have to have the metrics there. The product right. itself has to have the metric, even though like I brought, you know, I was successful to you. There's no way to like work with a new like a same publishers like, hey, I'm launching these products. There's no way to do that, right? That's where they draw the line. I'm I'm sorry, I, I misunderstood. I thought you meant like like a new product. Um, and let me just clear this up. So are you saying if I'm launching a new product, can I approach these publishers? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yes. Yeah, not really, no, because the product itself won't have any metrics. So gotcha. they're not going to see, you know, it, they've got no sales history. Why would we want to promote it? We, we want to make money, right? So um, it's the same with Amazon editorial recommendations, right? You might have a, a fantastic account, 
but if you're launching a brand new product they don't see those metrics so this is almost like the yeah, icing on top of the cake like you need the cake first before you you put this yeah. on top and make it even yeah. more horrible okay give, makes sense. Give, it boost, give, give it some some power now and that goes back to those general guidelines i talked about remember when i said hey i've seen products come in there that have much less than 100 reviews and this still got right. information well that might have been because that account was a kick-ass account and they've got so many dynamic products that even though this one only had 60 reviews they're like you know screw it hey this this is you know a really great product it's got great velocity it's got great sales let's just run it uh, maybe um, who knows why that could be a reason exactly yeah, you know, if they're doing a million bucks a month, then hey, you know, we'll, we'll bet on this horse. Sure. I mean, that makes more sense. Um, well, cool. No, I mean, obviously, this makes like brand equity valuable in multiple facets, right? You're doing it offsite. So, you know, it's building and sending traffic to your website. They're actually bidding on your behalf and putting money. And that's a cool thing about this, I think, and that people can take away is they're putting paid media in place so that people go to their website, but also can convert for your product because you're paying them a commission. They're going to earn it back some way, shape, or form, but they're doing that on your behalf, and you may not have that reach. So they're putting the legwork in for you. They're going to optimize it for you. They're going to say, like, hey, point, and they're pointing to that direction to you. Um, that's why it's important to have, like, relationships with PR companies. Doing this all yourself is just more time, work, effort. seems like it's uh, having the relationships that are, you know, you need to have to be successful, um, mm -hmm. obviously, or you get really lucky and you just chalk it up to luck, right? <laughs> Those are the two options. Either have people I can work on behalf or you get lucky and you get picked up and see success that way. And the thing with, with getting lucky, and that's fine, um, but you have no idea what's going on. How many sales are you to this? You, know, you have no idea. And I mean, ideally, you should use them both together. Uh, right. they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're an absolute powerhouse one, two. Uh, punch and and just here uh, if, if this last slide I have this yep. is just one of the reports for offsite right so it's just showing the day uh, date shipped ASIN category number of units price um, it came from iPhone desktop the offsite publisher it, it'll you know detail it so you know there is reporting it's not as robust as the Amazon reporting because the Amazon reporting we've, we've got a lot more but you you I mean everything's tracked right because it has to be tracked otherwise they wouldn't know what they're making right. So that's that that's that's to, to me the the one one of the real big um, benefits is that reporting that you get to see um, where you can measure that impact. Again, it, it, it comes down to a, a product level. I've seen products kill it. I've seen products just kind of be flatlined. Um, pricing conversion. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, reasons, but we can manipulate that um share voice and how often you're getting seen too plus we've got you know like i said these these enhanced packages will will be rolling out where where we're going to add some extra oomph so we're going to use their links we're going to get that out to um some high authority sites start driving some love so amazon says hey you know look at all these you know people coming and check this out we're going to keep showing them more and more basically a mini version of your typical um launch and rank strategy but just specifically on editorial recommendations awesome so i know we're coming close to the top of the hour shane because we're, we're just constantly talking about like we can go deep dive even more what is like what do you think is the percentage of sellers who are taking advantage of something like these these kinds of efforts if uh, you had a guess it's 1%. pretty small right now right yeah maybe one percent maybe, maybe less 
So for Amazon sellers who are looking to take their products in their storefront to the next level, if you have a consistent, you're trying to incrementally grow that, this is something for them to absolutely check into. Absolutely. Yeah. I even know really big sellers, you know, guys who are doing you know nine figures who were like, oh, I didn't realize it. I could get rid of recommendations. Like, how can you sell this much and not now? Um, but but it, it has become a little bit more hot uh, of a topic over the last few months. So it's obviously getting a lot more exposure uh, because when it first came out, it took us a long time to figure out how to crack the code of editorial recommendations. It seemed like a fluke and it seemed to, to bust into that on-site associates program was kind of a hard thing to do. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, now that the code's been cracked, uh, we're all over it. And again, it's, you know, it's something that I wouldn't wait on. If your product is eligible to show up there, I'd get their place soon rather than later because, um, you know, once the spots are full, that's it. Right. You to wait your turn after that. So is there something with this kind of like, obviously it's in the early stages. Do you think I, there's space for Amazon to, to kind of like iterate and grow and kind of like enhance on top of it? Is it more spots or is like, Hey, these are our, our best reviewed ones. And these are the best like selling ones. I know they kind of like put little, like, little subtitles like this is the our overall pick this is the next best get um do you think that there's other other spaces for them to iterate within this kind of this niche yeah i i absolutely think they're going to we, we know that amazon all they do is experiment and they just want to you know milk everything as much as they can mm -hmm. and i guess we'll see what happens i wouldn't be surprised to see more of these start to show up Amazon has talked about how they want to build communities. You know, we've been using Amazon Posts very successfully for the last, you know, year or more, whenever they came out. Uh, I guess it must have just been over a year ago. Um, and Amazon, you know, for the, for those that don't know, that's kind of Amazon's social media, right? Which is constantly changing. I mean, they they tried a program a few years back, which which failed. Um, but they want to get more community involvement. And I wouldn't be surprised to see these start to tie in there or, as you say, have other placements show up. And we all know videos um, making a charge and more and more video placements are coming up. Um, so will some of these maybe evolve into video? I, I don't know. Or tie into live streams. Who knows what they got going on? But, yeah, I don't think they're going away. That's for sure. I don't yeah, think I was going to say, I think video is like the natural next step of – if you're going to do because uh, because within listings, I know I don't know the technical terms of everything, but you see like YouTube videos get tied to certain products of like best reviewed um, at the bottom. Like if you scroll down far enough, you'll see like video social proof of like you, you make a list. Someone on YouTube or some other external traffic is making their list and your product shows up on this. I think it's it's on the same vein, but you would think it would it would serve up within organic rankings instead of just within the product listing itself. Yeah. And, you know, something really interesting that happened too is in at the end of summer, beginning of the autumn, when, when they made that last algorithm update, like what I call the A10, is that now off-site sales and traffic has three times more weight than PPC. Why do they do that? There's a reason why. So that's why I think, hey, maybe you can't get into editorial recommendations or you only got one editorial. That's, that's fine. These off-site, I think, are just a wonderful, like, bam, bam, bam. Like, I keep rolling them over every month or every quarter at worst. Not all of them are going to, you know, change your business forever, but you'll get them hitting, and it builds a lot of authority, especially if you're sharing it on social and you start to 
it starts to build that brand authority for you. And I, I just, I just think that people are crazy uh, to not leverage it personally. Absolutely. Especially in the offsite part, I think where a lot, I know you're super excited about, and I am too, of how do you diversify your business? How do you grow not just within Amazon, but also outside of Amazon? Amazon is very important in terms of the traffic, the sales, the velocity, where people and eyeballs are. But obviously if something does happen, as we iterated earlier in the show, you can't always just rely on one legged stool. You need to be balanced in all those different facets. Do you, um, in terms of the social uh, proof, are you seeing maybe maybe thinking of it in terms of like how they're uh, growing on a brand side? Are you seeing an exponential growth in like social like uh, likes or page views or just other products? Does that carry over into different kinds of product sales and an uplift as well as that one product that might be featured? Yeah, I think generally people see uh, and I'll call it that halo where they'll just get a lot more exposure. We'll see sales increase for other products as well. Uh, if you're coming, if, if you get a high authority placement, you know, like a, like a wire cutter or you know, best reviews or something like that, it's going to drive traffic. It's going to drive traffic. Maybe your product is overpriced, grossly overpriced for some reason, and it doesn't convert as well as you want. Well, that happens. But people are going to look around, and you are going to get that halo effect. As we all know, a lot of people will often um, use Amazon as a stepping stone or comparative shopping. So they'll see something on Amazon, they're like, oh, who's this Ryan Co. guys? And they'll Google it. Oh, you show up on Google. Okay, they look legit. There's a Shopify store. You've got, you know, oftentimes two offers. Buy it on Amazon or buy it here. You have your own funnel. Start to build your list. Or for people who are more comfortable on Amazon, they buy on Amazon. That's awesome. That's what I love because you're, you're we're not abandoning Amazon. We're still saying traffic. Right. You're still building your list. You're building that authority. And your, your Google searches are going to go up you know, as you get these placements, especially if you get them regularly, you will get halo effect on, on other products. Um, social following, I don't know. I, nobody's reported to us on that, but that would be an I mean, interesting metric to, 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 to measure. Metric, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, once you get featured, I mean, just like all ships rise, right? Um, the whole, if you, your brand recognized in a bunch of different places, you're like, hey, maybe they'll talk about different things. Just mm-hmm. the general overview, you're like, yeah, that looks great, follow, or something like that. And you can then serve ads as an organic kind of growth metric, that'd be interesting to, to look into for sure. Um, we've, got, we've got some super ninja stuff too. Like we're not going to get into cause it'll right, take yeah. hours, but you and you are, you and I are like dated. <laughs> like we, we dive into that stuff quite deep for sure. <laughs> but we can also target influencers. If you, let's say you show up in wire cutter in, in the month of March, we can target influencers and tell them about it and get them to post. Like we can do all kinds of cool stuff that other people can't with 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 their tool because we're a PR company for sure. Do. But uh, but yeah, let, let's just suffice to say that it's it's a great starting point. Even if you don't add the bells and whistles on, it's going to get you authority exposure. It will increase your traffic and sales. Um, you know, not everyone's going to knock it out of the park. It just depends on a bunch of different factors. But it's it's a it, it's a, it's an essential tool I, I think to have in your tool belt. Hundred percent. Like I, I don't see any negatives to this. I only positives and growth. And even if you're just, you know, not seeing a sales increment, like it's building your brand equity, which again, kind of snowballs into other different things down the road. So yeah, I think that's a cool way to kind of leave this talk chain before while, while people are obviously like curious if they're hearing this at a different time, it's Monday. A lot of people are like just waking up on the West coast, at least here in the United States. They're probably like, gosh, I missed like part of that talk or want to learn more information. Where do people need to go to to get that kind of content to contact you or learn more? 
Yeah, well, you can email me, Shane at PRReach.com. That's cool. Uh, I'm, ha I'm happy to talk to you or grow at PRReach.com, and it will eventually make its way to me. Um, we do have a web page uh, that is actually not quite ready. It's live. You can go to ER.PRReach.com. Some of the links aren't working. Things aren't quite lined up, so don't go there and say, oh, these guys are crazy. No, <laughs> we're not crazy. I just haven't gotten into it yet, and the holidays through a monkey wrench. But over the next two or three days, what is it? It's the fourth today yeah, it's January. yeah it's the fourth it's already the fourth we're already four days into 2021 what's going on I, I, <laughs> but uh within the next few days that'll all be cleaned up uh but at the end of the day you can, it, and usually people want to chat with me about it anyways but uh, i don't want to get deluged with calls but but um, um that site will be cleaned up in the next couple of days so you can go to er.prreach.com and with the next uh, two days or so we should have that uh, a little Absolutely. bit iffy with working links and either Shane or myself will post those in the comments of these videos, either on YouTube, again, LinkedIn. This is located on all of our social networks. Go ahead and you can find them there. Or again, tag us in one of these comments that you're watching this video. We'll make sure you get hooked up um, for more questions or comments uh, directly. But I, I think like this is a great way to kick off 2021. I'm super excited about the content and the growth for e-commerce and on Amazon in general. I think this is one of the main pillars that a lot of people are going to really start to have to dive into to see that next level. Uh, growing, you, I know you guys are, you're going to take a lot of people there. So I'm super excited for you guys, what you have for 2021. Maybe before we end the show, what was your favorite moment of the holiday season? I will say like Christmas, New Year's, what was your favorite moment? <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of old fashioned and I like just curling up at night in front of the fire and watching classic Christmas shows. Like, you know, uh, it's a wonderful life. And yeah. I try to watch as many of them each year as I can. And I rotate through some, but yeah, that that's my no, that sounds wonderful. I mean, just like consuming and st kind of staying in this year was like nice, not traveling. I think mm -hmm. it was a little hectic for every pe a lot of people, but I think it kind of brought a nice end of the year and kind of like, all right, let's, let's start fresh. Let's start new. Obviously, hopefully a lot of people are hoping for a better uh, year in terms of like in-person kind of events and things like, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah. uh, it is what it is, but we're, we're, we're kicking off the right way, like content that bringing knowledge here on this show. So Shane, thank you so much. I know we're constantly chatting about different kinds of content and ways to, you know, get in front of people and different ideologies. So I'm, I'm super excited to have you on as a, one of our first recurring guests on the show. So that's awesome. Like a, a friend of the show is always welcome to kind of chat and talk different topics on Amazon or e-commerce. So thank you so much for joining us today. I know you got to go. You have a lot of things you're, you're, you're building out and working on behind the scenes over there. So we appreciate you and your time here. Uh, again, uh, anytime you want to hop on back, just let me know. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Always appreciate it, man. Yeah. And again, everyone, we're going to be live every single day this week. I'm going to go ahead and single out. Uh, for those of you who are, again, new to the show, this is season two. We're live almost every single day each week, especially in January. I feel like we have 20 plus shows lined up already. So come back, watch us live on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, However, uh, we're, at, we're on Periscope, believe it or not. Uh, so if you're on all those channels, we're going to be going live at certain channels. Subscribe, like, uh, all the content that you share. If you have questions, feedback, um, whatever it is, go ahead and uh, put those in the comments. We'll be sure to kind of grow this podcast, grow these videos as we continue through 2021. But for Shane and myself, my name is Ryan Kramer. Uh, this is Crossover Commerce. We'll go ahead and uh, see you guys later this week. Bye.